What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are now tuned in to episode 22 of the In-Game Grind podcast. As always, I am your host, Jason. And joining me, as always, is my friend, my homie, the man who is still unimpressed with Xbox despite them spending $7.5 billion on Bethesda. Chris, tell the people what's going on. Uh, people, what's going on? Facts. Nothing but facts. Um <laughs> It's all it's all a ploy. It's all a ploy. Don't buy into the hype. Don't take the green pill. <laughs> the green pill. And today <laughs> we actually have a guest. Uh, also, my friend. Also, my homie. Also, pretty much the source of 99.9% of all the happiness I feel on planet Earth and my significant other. One half, the best half of his and hers RPG, hailing from her... Fortress of Solitude. Diamond, Hi. aka Mockingly, tell the people what's up. Hello, I'm Mockingly or Diamond. I like JoJo's and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, introducing the vice president of the NAAJP. Uh, <laughs> 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 National <laughs> National Association for the Advancement of Cultural JoJo's People. <laughs> JoJo uh, protagonists. JoJo man, enough JoJo's talk. I knew this was gonna happen. No, no <laughs> JoJo's talk. Today, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about a game that got released or a game that got shown during the PlayStation 5 price reveal event, and it was, what is the name of it exactly? It's it, Harry Potter's not in the, it's Hogwarts Legacy? Yeah. Yes. Hogwarts yes. Legacy. So pretty much the overall response of the game was the same across the board for everyone. It's like, uh, a live action RPG Harry Potter game that doesn't look cringe. Yeah, that's pretty dope. It's a pretty it's gonna be a console seller, and then everyone remembered. Ah damn. That sad yeah. sack of sour cream JK Rowling's got her mitts on this somehow. <laughs> what, bro? Mm, you can't keep doing <laughs> you can't keep using sour cream as like a descriptor. Bruh. So basically for those who don't know, JK Rowling is the author creator of harry potter and uh babe what's the other series that i always forget that she does with the fantastic beasts yes fantastic beasts and where to find them she 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 does that as well actually there's gonna be a new movie really yeah they're already in production of the third one but i mm. think i should have shared that later in the podcast but nice to know now you know what i mean so she is in charge of both of those series, which fall under the Wizarding World Company, which is a media company she started that basically has the rights to Harry Potter and all her other series and whatnot. And you might ask yourself, well, what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is J.K. Rowling just so happens to be a flaming, raging, unapologetically transphobic piece of shit yeah pretty much for a lack of a better k or a lack of a better term pretty much she she do not get down with the trans folks which is you know it, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like you know would it even if you don't necessarily agree with that 
type of lifestyle. Do you have to like vomit your like negativity all over everything you do? Like, I, I guess I'll I'll lead off with you guys. Like, how how do you, how do y'all feel about people in general, but specifically people who have like a lot of stake in um, in very popular things, where you know, as a business move, it kind of just makes sense to keep your fucking mouth shut, right? Because it's like, any day you're not pissing off a large majority of people, that's another day you're making more money. So, how do y'all feel about her not only making these claims, but time after time doubling and tripling down on her just straight-up disapproval of trans people in general? I'm gonna let our guest take it first, because I'm always here. So I'm going to let Diamond uh, take the lead on this one. The floor is yours, babe. No. Okay. So in my opinion, I don't know. I just, at first when she first like came out and said like what she said, I didn't really take it that much to heart at first until like I started like going through social media and like finding these reasons and i was like oh okay well this is gonna be bad for her money wise but it's not gonna stop people from actually like going out and buying harry potter merchandise it's like you can be a fan of the franchise but not be a fan of the author you know what i mean yeah mm -hmm. if, if you remember do you remember when this all started oh no i just know it was a couple months ago but yeah, uh, it was uh, it was relatively recent because mm -hmm. it was in the middle of uh, fucking 2020. Like it was like on top of that. It was I think it was there was a point in time where Twitter was just like and J.K. Rowling's on this shit. <laughs> right. So she kind of got roped in there. Yeah, I know it was. Um, I know when it started for me, it was one of those. Oh, man, is she really going to start saying this? And she kind of like doubled down on it. And she's like, no, I mean it like and then she backtracked. And then she came back and was like, no, I mean it again. And there was a big uproar because it was like, you know, the Harry Potter series, specifically for me, because uh, I grew up with that series. So mm -hmm. that was like, that was my crack. I found out, um, I found out recently, um, my mom used to take away my Harry Potter books uh, as punishment because that was like... Oh well, you can't take away his phone because that you know that wasn't really all that big back then. Oh, you can't wait, can't really take away TV because he reads too much. But uh, so I'll just take away his books. And so she would take away my like the new Harry Potter book that I was reading at the time as like my act of pun of like her <laughs> punishing me. You know what, Chris? You're gonna keep acting like a little shit. You don't get to do your math homework tonight. <laughs> no, but like for real. And she said I used to be like on the ground rolling in tears, throwing a temper tantrum because I was like, you can take anything else, but don't take my books. <laughs> but like, you know, when that happened, I was like, dude, that like strikes such a major chord. Like, why would you want like someone who you looked up to? That's one of the reasons I got into in like really, really big into literature, really big into English. And I was like, that was someone I looked up to. I was like, oh man, she's really good at creating like world building and this, that, and the other. And I could see, I could see and feel like the characters in the book in my head. Like it was, it it was something special. And then I went to go see the movies, and then it was just like this whole Harry Potter ecosystem that I right. like lived in, and like to see someone who I put on such a pedestal, just like shit on some of my friends <laughs> it's like yeah. oh wow um 
So that's a no. I don't uh, like that, babe. What uh, what has been your because uh, you're you were also uh somebody who got into Harry Potter at a very young age. What what was your uh journey into Harry Potter look like? Honestly, it wasn't like me getting like super into the literature because first I watched the movies before I settled onto the books. I really liked the production style of the movies. I liked how they were portrayed, and then I went back to read the books to like get all the details and i noticed that like you know with movies and books they don't always like compare like all the way through right but i enjoyed the books and like the way she portrayed like the wizarding world like chris said and that kind of actually got me into writing a little bit so for her she was kind of like my small inspiration to start you know inspiring my own writing in a way so both of you have been inspired by J.K. Rowling's works and indirectly her. And uh, you both put it so poetically. I feel like such a dumbo to basically be like, yeah, uh, I was five, saw a Harry Potter book. That shit had more than 20 pages and I walked the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I literally know Harry Potter when I was in L. Did y'all ever have to do AR reading? Yes. In, in yes. school, bro, yes. Harry Potter was the ultimate cheat code for AR reading because at my school, I was like, I was like kindergarten, you only needed like twenty points, right? So you go get a twenty point book, you read it, you take the test, and you're done with it, right? But oh no, these Harry Potter kids, they had the real tech. You go get a Harry Potter book, that thing is thicker than a bowl of frozen oatmeal. You read all seventeen billion pages of it, and I'll and I'll be like, yo, wh- how many points did you get? It's like, oh, 145. Huh? <laughs> yeah. You got enough AR points for the year and you enjoyed it? You gotta be on you gotta be on Adderall. Something something don't make sense. But um but yeah, uh I I was not a huge Harry Potter uh fan. I, I did not touch the books. I watched the movies, didn't do anything for me. I had the Harry Potter game for Game Boy Advance, didn't really do anything for me, so I'm not really big into it. Uh neither I had a Harry Potter game, so I feel you there. I I just I two. I'm that's a good how many like before hogwarts legacy right was there like Mm -hmm. another good harry potter game like a triple a harry potter game besides the lego ones because you know everybody loves them some lego the lego ones were good it's very hard to put out a bad lego game because even the bad lego games are still fun to play yeah they look like a big meme yeah yeah legitimately um i was thinking back to like uh the gba games and the playstation 2 ones and i was just like man i don't remember really having too much fun playing <laughs> they stressed me out i'm not even gonna lie to you like i just remember getting to a point where i was like all right i need to know a spell I how remember, do i learn the spell <laughs> i remember trading it in for spyro enter the dragonfly right, that was, that, that's, that's, a, that's all definitely traded out yeah definitely yeah, 100 but uh I, I do want to harken back to uh, a couple episodes ago when we were talking about representation because uh, I I personally cannot feel offended like by what J.K. Rowling has said because I'm not a trans person. It's just that simple. Like I can't I can't fully grasp how that would make a trans person feel. However. I can sympathize and empathize with them because we just talked about a couple episodes ago when uh, 
a lot of the George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Philando Castile, even though that was years ago, and re just recently, uh, Jacob Blake stuff was going on, and uh, Toonami came out with a spot where they basically had Tom from Toonami speak out and dead ass look into the camera and say, you matter, talking to, you know, black people, because as all, as all of us have experienced at some point, we have been ostracized by not only you know other people but other black people for simply just liking shit they don't like like anime yeah. or particular types of games so it, we always talked about how that representation and that acknowledgement hit different from somebody that we hold to a high regard so y'all just talked about how y'all held jk rowling in a high regard because of what her works did for y'all when y'all were young Many millions of other people probably have those same experiences, but for a trans person to have those experiences and then have to deal with the fact of like, fuck, the person that cultivated this love of literature in me, the person that cultivated the love of the wizarding, wizarding world in me and Harry Potter in me doesn't even acknowledge that my preferred lifestyle is valid. Yeah. And I like me personally, I can't like. I can't sit here and emulate how that would make me feel. But what I can do is be like, that's that's just one hell of a moral split. Because let's let's keep it a buck, right? Trans people, uh, trans people buy video games. Mm -hmm. They do. So do transphobic people. Also true. So a lot of people, when this game was first released, they went on the internet basically trying to scour all the copyright laws that they could find to find out, is J.K. Rowling going to make money from this game? A lot of people were like, yes. A lot of people were like, no. A lot of people were like, there's a lot of intricate laws and publishing rights and all of that. Let me just look, look. You are not going to make something that is Harry Potter related, Wizarding World related, and J.K. Rowling not make money impossible that, that's literally literally, literally her business it's <laughs> quite impossible so there's no way to justify the thing i support the game but don't support jk rowling you you can't say that because you buying it is going to make her money you buying the game used or secondhand is still going to support her because somebody else bought that game and that's money in her pocket so that being said a lot of people were thinking of like, what's a way we can get the game without supporting JK Rowling? Some people were like, we'll pirate the game and put together like a GoFundMe for the developers. Because look, everyone knows JK Rowling's a piece of shit. Like that's common knowledge. Like everyone, everyone here can kind of like agree JK Rowling's kind of a dick. But yes. what we also have to realize is JK Rowling, this ain't a book. You know what I'm saying? One person can write a book. This is a video game. There are voice actors, there were artists, there were coders, there were musicians, there were, you know, there were people, there were art, there, there's like tens, potentially hundreds of people that worked on this game. Yeah. Where if you boycott the game, you're essentially putting those people in a position where, well, we're not gonna get paid for our work. And I don't wanna like, I'm not trying to guilt people into buying the game, but I'm just saying like, you have to understand, like when you're saying boycott a game, especially over one person, you have to understand what you're getting yourself into. And I'm not saying that you need to buy the game. All I'm saying is that if you're going to, you need to understand exactly how you're going to go about it. 
so with that being said, uh, with the knowledge that we now have that there's virtually no way to buy this game without supporting JK Rowling, do you guys think boycotting this game is necessary? I don't think so. It, it's one of those. It, it's a weird gray area. It's like as much as you want to, you can't. Because as much as we could easily jump ship and just make a pirated game, well, that could necessarily destroy a lot of other people, minus the developers. Because you know, if they find out you've pirated a game, that's you're getting in trouble for that, right? Um, and you know, sure, the the GoFundMe would get you know money to the developers, but like, if I get a free game, I'm not giving you sixty dollars, right? Like, um, I, like that's that's just like a, a a simple mind right there. It's like, oh, I got a free sixty dollar game, so I don't have to give you sixty dollars. Cool. Right. Um, me personally it's it's just one of those like uh like i'm still gonna i'm still gonna get the game because i enjoy the series i enjoy what the world has become right and i'm going to enjoy it as its own thing i'm not gonna enjoy it as it's tied to jk rowling i'm not gonna enjoy it as if it's tied to harry potter i'm gonna enjoy it as a single experience in a world i value as a fan what say you, babe? I can't. I agree with Chris. I personally would like to still play the game, but even if I don't really support her comments, because just because I'm a fan of Harry Potter games, like I've played a bunch and I've never disliked any, I kind of want to try this one out. So why not? The the only I, I'm looking for the tweet. And um, uh, I'm going to look for the tweet, but uh, there was a person. His name was Shivambot, and he's uh, he's very, pretty big in the magic community, but he put it out a good point. And he was basically saying that if you buy the game, right, you are essentially kind of. Con, you're you're kind of conceding to the fact that you don't really care about trans folks, and I wouldn't really say that because it's like I, I feel like it's one thing to support someone who just feels that way rather than to support someone who puts financial backing into things that actually harm that community. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I understand JK Rowling's a dick, but I don't necessarily feel like buying the game or playing the game or even enjoying the game is necessarily saying that you don't care about trans people, you know, cause for an example, look, it, it, it's pretty much common knowledge. Uh, Chick-fil-A donates to pretty much anti-LGBT uh, organizations. They run camps where they basically try to straighten, quote-unquote, straighten people out. Pray the gay away. Pretty much. And they do things like that. So, and it, 
it's also, you know, kind of one of those things where it's like people know it, it, like it, any Google search, you can find out who somebody supports and where that money goes. And I always um, I always make fun of my parents for this because they get on people who are our age about not voting. But and they always say, if we don't vote, we can't change anything. And we're not using our voice. But at the same time, they know I've told them what Chick-fil-A does and they don't care. They're just going to keep eating it. Their their mindset is I've been eating it all this time. I'm not going to stop now. And I'm like, that's such an ass backwards way to think about things. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say is if you buy the game and you support the game, you pretty much have to concede to the fact that you're going to support J.K. Rowling, at least monetarily, because I'm going to just be honest. Uh, if every person that felt op that felt the opposite of how J.K. Rowling feels, people are still going to buy the game. Like there are people who feel the same as J.K. Rowling about trans people. And unfortunately, as unfortunate as that is, there's people who are also pieces of shit human beings who are just going to buy the game. There's people who are indifferent who are going to buy the game. There's people who don't care in general who are going to buy the game. And the fact of the matter is she's already a billionaire. Yeah. So if you're taking the money out of her pockets from this game, are you really changing anything? And I don't want to be the guy that's like, you know, it's 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 not going to do major. If it's not major change, it's no change at all. But I think this is more of like nickels and dimes to a dollar. Exactly. Like if if they got a hundred thousand people to not buy this game, the game would probably still sell crazy. They would still make money from it. She's still going to make money from it and she's going to sleep just fine at night. So. I feel as if you're if you buy the game, that's your discretion. But I would feel better if somebody was at least informed about what was going on and made a decision based upon that rather than um, rather than, uh, you know, just saying I don't give a fuck and just buying the game. But with saying that, I will ask you guys, would you personally feel better if you bought it used? Because I mean, because you didn't buy it. Yeah. You 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 basically bought it secondhand. So you didn't like somebody did, but you didn't. And if you would, you still buy a use. I'd probably buy it used because at that yeah. point you're giving the money to the, the game company you bought it from. Mm -hmm. But the, does that still absolve like because it don't make it like buying it used won't scrub the you know the blood off it won't ammonia and bleach the blood off of your hands but <laughs> at least you can sleep at night playing the game knowing that like you didn't support but even then I don't even really think that works because I mean if you're playing the servers are still up yeah, you're still a count I mean, you're still adding to the player count you're you know I I don't know it, it's it's a weird gray area like it's a weird one because it's you know it's such a it's a medium that so many people enjoy and so many different people as in from different backgrounds different races different walks of life different lifestyles like a lot of people enjoy 
this. So it's it's not it's not hard. It's very hard to tear yourself away from that. It's very hard to, you know, look at a bigger picture when 2020 is already fucked and we just want to enjoy stuff. Like very true. It's it's hard and it like because um during when when JK was on her fuck shit in the beginning, Daniel Radcliffe came out and was like, look. As Harry Potter, if you felt a tie to the book in any way, shape, or form, that is between you and those pages. Not between you and J.K. Rowling. You kept those memories. You built those characters in your head. They look however you want them to look. Because it was around the time J.K. Rowling was like, oh, well, Hermione's supposed to be black and like frizzled hair. And Ron was going to be like this. And Danny uh, and, uh, you know, Harry was going to look like this. And Hagrid was like, she was like changing everything. And she was retconning everything from the story. And it was it was very much like she was trying to uh, collect the multicultural bag from it. And then she went on this like transphobic rant. And we're all like, whoa. But it was like, it was one of those moments where... Harry Potter came off the screen and was like, look, whatever you got is between you and you. That is your memories. Those are your feelings. How you enjoy this series is how you did it. Babe, she ain't got nothing to do with that. Babe, I want to ask you something that uh, mm-hmm. kind of goes off of what Chris just said. You are a member of the LGBT community. Yes. What is, in your eyes, as far as representation goes, what is the difference between inclusion and pandering i don't know what pandering means pander is like when you do something just to get people to. okay so let me give you an example right remember when uh over the overwatch team came out and said oh by the way soldier soldier 76 is gay like Mm -hmm. uh okay so let's say for example uh, somebody had a character in a show that a lot that a specific community, uh, let's say, uh, let's say a specific community. Let's just say, uh, I don't know. Let's just say a, a show had a, um, an East Indian character that looked East Indian, okay. but they weren't East Indian, but a lot of East Indian people, mm-hmm. uh, connected with that character because he looked like them and then they come out and say oh yeah yeah yeah, he's east indian and they start changing a lot of things in the show to make him look like that but it's only to get people to like that character or like that thing so i guess basically what i'm asking you is uh how do you feel when a character in a show or book or any form of media is a legitimate representation of a certain culture rather than when they kind of just shove it in a show just to get those people to watch it. Hmm. Oh, wow. That was a good example. Um, I feel like in that situation, that would be probably pandering in that case. Because I feel like in certain shows, they would try and like... Force a culture onto somebody. I don't know. Sometimes I see it that way. I guess. No, you depending right. on what show I'm watching. Mm-hmm. They did that a lot in yeah. uh, so, Steven Universe. I think that- yeah, there was some I character like arcs. Did, yeah. I- 
as a, as a hot take, but I personally feel like uh, Steven Universe was fine before Tumblr culture got to it. And I feel like they were blowing it up a bit more than it needed to be. And I feel like it might have taken a different turn because of it. Babe, I know the perfect example to get you to speak on this. What's up? You know what the perfect example of pandering is? What? The fans building up a gay relationship in My Hero to the point where they're bullying the creator to make it canon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen that before. That is not cute. Speak on it. So that that to me is kind of weird. I feel like, oh man, um, it's like, how do I put this in words? I'm sorry, y'all. Um, <laughs> it's fine, baby. Take your time. Okay, so with the my hero um, scene, I feel a little jaded on it. Probably because of the fact that most of the characters are still kind of underage. And it's like, these people are like, okay, well, we want this and this to be a ship. But we don't want this and this to be a ship. And, like, I understand that personally. But at the same time, I mean, like, the writer's going to do what the writer wants to do. So it's like, you can't go and, like, be rude and start threatening the writer with all these, like, death threats. Basically just saying, hey, change your opinion so we can say our own opinion you know what i mean right and now tying that back into harry potter like we just said like if everybody boycott the game it's not like that's gonna change her view on trans people right like let's keep it a book let's keep it a book we cannot hurt j we cannot hurt jk rowling's pocket No, no she's already got that in the bag we like that's that's already done we cannot affect her bank account we cannot affect her opinion so if you buy honestly if you buy this harry potter game i ain't gonna look at you no different but at the same time you need to be aware of what's going on like i said buy it used i'm like give it like don't buy it as soon as it come out give it time buy it used that that that's what i'm gonna buy it secondhand that's what i'm gonna say because uh just like diamond said the writer's gonna do what they want to do so jk rowling can say oh hermione was supposed to be black hagger was actually supposed to be from brooklyn and and, and be a crip and and, and wear tims and a new oh. seven and a half yankee fitted hey, yo, but uh wizard hairy and your dead ass facts be you a hair you 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 a wizard yeah. my guy like you <laughs> Like, like the all like Diamond said, the author gonna do whatever they want. So if if we sit out here and we boycott the game and people don't buy it and whatever, it's not going to change her point of view. It's not going to change her views whatsoever. So, and and like Daniel Radcliffe said, those experiences are your own, right? Like the experiences that you had with the book, that's between you and them pages. The experience that you had with the movie, that's between you and the movie. If you somehow were one of those people that enjoyed the Game Boy games, um hope you developed a better taste for games but uh, <laughs> i hope you got the help you clearly deserved <laughs> and it's like if you enjoy this franchise you just do what you feel is right i i can't tell you what to do just do what you feel is right because honestly i don't know what i would do in this situation because we were actually talking about this at the beginning of the quarantine where it was like how do you boycott a company like Amazon? 
Oh yeah, we were talking about that. I remember. Like, how do you do that? Because it's like it's they're so big and their hands are in so many different pies. Like, how do you how do you boycott a company or a, a institution that's become so ingrained in your uh, in your life. everyday life? And I don't. And I'm not saying that you can't. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't. In the event that we need to ever comes up, because I don't want to sound like. One of those consumerist where it's like, yeah, the companies are fine. I don't, I don't want to sound like a, uh, I'm trying to be an apologist for billionaires or anything, but I'm just saying, like, theoretically, like, imagine trying to boycott Disney. <laughs> like, what, like, what doesn't Disney own? Like, they own ESPN. They own, like, Star Wars. They own Marvel. Like, they own all of these things, all these different networks. They own like, Fox. Fox like, News. Like, you bro. might as well turn off your TV. Like, <laughs> like it's, they, but like, it's it's they're too big to they're too big to touch that's what, I'm, that's what i'm saying like and even if we do right like if i say ah never gonna support anything disney related ever again like we said droplets in an ocean man they don't give a fuck because if i don't ever support disney again there's still gonna be thousands of people's at disneyland and disney world in a pandemic no less so yeah you know but i I guess tying it back to harry potter man do do what makes you happy yeah and If, if it's fine with you then it's fine with me um i i do kind of want to like reach out to some if possible to like talk to you know trans persons uh the the trans community i will admit i do not know a trans person so it 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 would have been you can just go to your nearest starbucks guarantee you there's these two stop it because we actually just got a trans partner (laughs) just last week um it's very it's like i'm not like trying to like shit on them i'm just saying that's like very like like starbucks is such a magnet for weird people of all of all kinds we're not saying like, trans people are weird by the way no we're- i mean like as working at starbucks like everybody's weird i'm weird like there was like you know we had trans people we had gay people we had you know people that are like only that only talking emojis like we've got people <laughs> <laughs> like we got the weeaboos we got the otaku no no, no 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 how do you talk in emojis please explain this i don't know man i don't talk in emojis but like when you text him, he always like answers back. Oh, you mean you mean in text? I thought you meant yeah. like actually communicating. Hey yo, wing ding, you know what I mean? Oh, hey so, yo, I mean Diamond Starbucks is full of Xbox players, so I guess that is kind of weird. Oh my god, you know only half of them. That's still, still too, too many. many. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, look, y'all might have spent seven and a half billion dollars on Bethesda, but if you think that means we ain't gonna get these jokes off, you must be fucking drunk. But uh, <laughs> but no, like in all honesty, I would like to see, and I, I'm probably gonna keep my ear to the ground on this one because I want to see what the community feels like about this because this is an interesting topic. Like it's it's really like you know there's a there's a group of marginalized people that are like. Am I still gonna get this even though I enjoyed the series? Am I still gonna am I gonna not get it even though I enjoyed the series, but I don't support so, JK? So, babe, how would you feel? I, I'm gonna throw up a hypothetical, right? Mm-hmm. Harry Harry Potter means a lot to you, but there are other media forms that mean more to you. Oh yeah, most of. And and I and I'm gonna throw an example, and it's going to sound asinine. Oh god. But again, this is a hypothetical. 
Okay. If I'm a rock, scared. if a Rocky. Oh, I knew it. Oh, I knew, I knew it. it. The creator of JoJo's can't, comes out and says, "You know what? I hate I, Western music. I, I <laughs> fucking hate bisexual." <laughs> he, and he says, "I fucking hate bisexual people. It's fucking disgusting." Now look, I understand what I'm saying is completely asinine, given that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is the most egregiously homosexual show of all time. Fact. The most blatantly hyper-sexualized hobo and bisexual show of all time. But if Haraki came out and said that and he said, like, I only drew it that way because gay and bisexual people tend to gravitate towards my show, so I just did that so they'll buy it and read it and watch it and I make the money off of it. How would that make you feel? Heartbroken. Like, you would you still support JoJo's, though? Mm, that's kind of hard because you're so invested you have so many shirts so many hoodies so you literally there is an 11 you created a, an 11 hour playlist on spotify of nothing but jojo's music 11 and a half hours of nothing but jojo's music you just wait till part six comes out like that's the thing and if you had the opportunity to get so you sleep above a giant giorno tapestry Every night. So if a Rocky came out and said something that directly slandered your particular lifestyle, would you be able in good faith to still support someone like that? No, I couldn't. Yeah. I don't think I could. Like, because then I feel like like it's targeted towards me, you know, because it's like I've been a supporter of the show for so long mm-hmm. like like it's only been two years but I feel like it's been a lot longer than that just because you know I've been so faithful and you know it's the only thing I really only talk about to be honest and that would feel like a personal attack if I gotta be honest with you and I'm glad you said that so I want to follow up with this do you feel like we can't really do you feel like we're kind of underplaying the JK Rowley thing because we're not trans no, I don't think so. See, but well, you think, ju- but you think just, of it this way, Jason. You know, trans people are going through you know this form of their stigma. A lot of people don't like them just because of who they are. You know, it, they've been made it to where it's hard for them to work, sh- go to the bathroom. You know, just live a normal life. Who does that sound like to you? Buddy, we were the trans people of the 60s, the 70s, today. Like, black people have been living that exact same life for years, decades, I mean, hundreds of years. Like, we, I mean, know, we know for a fact how it feels to be looked at like you are less than a person. See, but they literally you, made a law for that. But here's what you, here's what you, what, here's what you're missing. We have, we, it's been that way forever. Black people couldn't go to certain universities, so we made HBCUs. Yeah. We would make, black people would make music and white people would take it and then just steal our sound. Hip hop was literally created in the 70s as a form to educate people about what's going on in the slums of New York. So we have our own media sources for us to express ourselves. Trans people don't have that. 
I'm not con- I'm yet, but here's yes. my thing. I'm not comparing atrocities. I'm not yeah. doing that. Like that that's that's not what I'm here to do. What I'm what I'm, all I'm saying is like we just talked about. All you just said, we were like we did go through all of that, but that's why seeing that shit from Toonami made us feel so good. Because it feels good for somebody that doesn't have to care about you, doesn't have to give a fuck what's going on in your community, is not a part of your community, but still gives a fuck about you. That's what made us feel so good. So in the to put yourself in the boots of a trans person, if you are somebody who you felt ostracized by everything around you, you like bathrooms, governors and all the passing laws that basically say, fuck you. And maybe the one thing that you had was Harry Potter. And now the creator of the one thing that you fucking held dear doesn't see you as valid. And it's like Diamond just said, if Araki did that with Jojo, she would feel personally attacked. And I, the reason I don't think the JK Rowling thing hits us the same is because we are not trans. It yeah. does not personally attack us. If J.K. Rowling says I fucking hate black people, we y'all would probably take that a little different. It would be personal then. So all yeah. I'm saying is I don't think that y'all really are affected by it as much because it mm-hmm. don't pertain to you specifically. Yeah. Because like we said, we can all sit here and agree J.K. Rowling is an expired bag of mayonnaise. We get it. She's a piece of shit human being. But what that doesn't it, what it does <laughs> keep I was getting away with it. <laughs> but what it doesn't do is it doesn't change the fact that even though she's a piece of shit human being, the specific brand of vitriol that she's spewing ain't targeted towards us. Yeah. If it was though. Yikes. It'd be a little different, cause babe, let's let's keep it a stack. Would you still buy this game if J.K. Rowling says, "You know what? I fucking hate black people." No, I don't think I could. But no, both of y'all. Like oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say, babe? I said she don't like black people. I'm black. <laughs> See, but like, it's what I'm saying. So now that we've now that we've gotten that out, I'm gonna ask y'all again. Knowing how she feels about trans people. Can you support this game? Man. I don't know if I can. I don't know. Because like I've I've learned that there are a lot of situations that I honestly didn't care about because they didn't involve me until I started seeing the effects of those situations. I remember the day after Trump was elected, seeing somebody rip or attempt to rip a uh, girl's hijab off on, uh, on a college campus. And I was like, you know, xenophobia don't affect me. I'm nigga. I'm American. <laughs> I was born here, but I see how it affects other people. And I always get upset when people try to downplay what black people in America have to go through because they've never seen it or they've never experienced it. So we can't turn around and be like, eh, you know, because like we said, it's not going to affect the pockets. It's not going to affect their opinion. But does that give you the green light to support it? Because like I said, I I don't have no infatuation with Harry Potter, but let me tell you something. If Yoshi P... Or somebody else that's big at Square Enix 
or the creator of Final Fantasy VII said, you know what? I fucking hate black people. I would probably cry. <laughs> yeah. I would actually probably cry tears. Or if like the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh said, I fucking hate black people. I, I would actually probably not be okay. So I I don't I I, I can't like I say with the Harry Potter shit, ah, it don't mean nothing to me. I wouldn't go buy it anyway. But uh to be a trans person dealing with that shit, I envy them. Or don't envy, don't envy them. Envy don't envy yeah. yeah. Don't envy I don't I haven't watched enough fake grand order to know how to use that term properly. But oh, uh <laughs> what you say, babe? I'm dead. Damn, we still got to catch up. Because we don't know. What... Yeah, we do. We don't. Live, <laughs> we, we don't live together, so we only get to watch anime like once a week together. And uh, how long have we been talking? We 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 at forty five, but I mean it's our fucking podcast. We do what we want. I know, but that's crazy. <laughs> that, like in a turn of forty five minutes, I went from like I mean I'm still gonna support it I, to. Fuck, I might not buy it. Yeah. I, buy it. <laughs> I, I think it's mainly my fault because I didn't do a good enough job of trying to present y'all the other side and it took me too long to get y'all there. Nah, that's not even like that's not a problem. But it's just it sucks. Like it really does. Cause like this is a game like I've honestly been waiting for it where it's like, yo, I get to make my own character. Like, I get to make my own legacy. I get to carve my own. I get to manifest destiny. Right. With an expecto patronum. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, I was excited. Like, I was watching this game and I was like, yo, this looks sick. This looks like exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, dang. I couldn't even enjoy it without feeling wrong. Like, without feeling something gross inside of me feel guilty a little bit yeah i damn it was not my intention to to, to fucking kick y'all in the dick like this but uh so the podcast is for it's i mean true. it is it, we 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 talk about this discourse and we we wanted to create this discourse to bring up these things and i think i think it was it, it was in generally easily i think it was easier for me to arrive at that conclusion because i don't have a connection to harry potter and you know a lot of people like when we talked about when it first came out a lot of people were kind of looking through the copyright laws to find an excuse to be okay with supporting jk rowling yeah and like you said chris the pirating thing is a great theory in theory you can't like all theories (laughs) yeah like all theories it's simply just a theory you you someone if someone can pirate the game like you said they're not gonna send the developer 60 bucks no, like, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about sending them six dollars every time I start the game. Yeah, but you won't. But I won't do it. Exactly. And like, babe, if you pirated the game, would you send them sixty dollars? No. No. Like, it's not authentic. Like, like, it's not. It's not like me trying to be mean. It's I just. I don't need to spend the six dollars now. Again, it's me wanting that good shit. Again. Not trans. I'm not a trans person. This this cannot personally affect me. So I I feel as if I'm not qualified to speak on this. I'm only qualified to bring you guys a little closer to understanding how I feel about it. But I'm just gonna say this: 
if you want to play this game and don't want to support JK Rowling, I legitimately feel like the only option you have is to buy it used. Yeah. Because, I mean, our first podcast episode ever was about not supporting GameStop anymore. It's He's hard. Oh, no, it's, it's not hard. hard at all. It's hard for me because every time I like, yeah, dog, because the last time I like the, the so Kingdom of Amalur, I pre-ordered it. I even called you and told you, I was like, yo, dog, I pre-ordered the collector's edition on PC for from Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. The day it was supposed to get shipped to me, Amazon was like, yo, we can't find it. It doesn't exist anymore. So do you want your $100 back? Like, that was the email I got. I was like, I just wanted the game. And the class just came with, like, a cool statue. It came with, like, you know, music, a poster, and all this. And I was like, cool, cool, Benny, that's fine. And, like, the one time I did it, I was just like, well, guess I'll just go pick it up. See, and here's the thing, right? Physically. Here's the thing, right? I have not bought a single game from GameStop since that episode that's no 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 no. i bought one because uh me and diamond went half and half on mario and i can't Mm -hmm. and you can't excuse me you can't uh you can't like pay for part of the game on on amazon you have to you you basically put your order in all or nothing that's all (laughs) you put all of it in and the day it releases they take it all out of your account that's the only bad thing about amazon yeah i have never not gotten a game from amazon but again like i live by a distribution center so whenever they ship shit out i'm gonna get it first so it's same a little, that's why i was upset about it <laughs> but i'm like bro that's a but like how many times is that gonna happen though and that's true that's very true like i'm i'm actually about to go pre i'm actually about to buy a game off amazon like once we're done with this yeah so but uh i don't want to drag this out too long uh you guys got any closing thoughts Hey, you'll fuck J.K. Rowling. Watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You, mm, That's it. Mm, mm, you know David, I was going to do it. Support David Production so we can get a part six faster. Yes, please. I got some closing words. It's okay. They're too busy producing Fire Force at the moment, which it looks amazing, by the way. But go ahead. I got some closing words for two companies. <laughs> Where's my fucking camera? <laughs> closing words, number one. Bruh, I feel like he's like a hey, Sega. Oh no! <laughs> Fix fucking Persona Four Golden on Steam, you sons of bitches. Netflix. Where's Evangelion Four Point Four Four at? Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about Dragon's Dogma. What the hell's wrong with Dragon's Dogma? Apparently, it's bad. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on Netflix. But apparently it's bad. I have the game. Why would I need it? I, no, like it, it's a it's a movie or like I think it's a show. I don't know. But Capcom signed off on it. That's that's the that's the okay. Part. Capcom also signed off on fucking Monster Hunter with fucking uh, Mila Djokovic play like like. Man, oh, don't don't don't, you, don't even get me started. If y'all on out that. here watching <laughs> Capcom movies, that's your fault. You shouldn't be watching no movie after made after a Capcom game except Resident Evil. But um, what? I dare you say something. Oh. Mike, Mike Epps lived through three Resident Evil movies. Say something. 
say something. You shouldn't have. <laughs> you really shouldn't. Really shouldn't have. You're not Bro, wrong. He showed up in the tunnel at the end of the movie. <laughs> that wasn't him. Wasn't was was that, that was, common? No, yeah. I think that. I don't think it was common. I think it was another black dude, but no, he lived in apocalypse because Nemesis would kill all the stars member and he was standing in the middle of the stars member. So he missed Michael, Mike Epps because he wasn't with stars and he lived in the third one because they killed Ashanti. They, they killed Ashanti in the bus because Mike Epps saved all them kids on that school bus from the, the zombie crows. Yeah, but, that uh, Chris wasn't nearly buff enough. No, nah, I wasn't. But uh, but uh, babe, do you have any? Oh, right, you said watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Support support David Productions so they can make Stone Ocean. Skip part four of JoJo's to get the point across, Bruh, It's just a. Who's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say I knew it, <laughs> bro? What? Come on, man. Skip skip part four. No one. Bruh, needs you it. can't you can't skip Yoshikage Kira. You, eas- you easily can. Imagine going from vampire. Imagine going from vampire to ancient vampire lords to vampire with Stan to serial killer with hand fetish to mob boss. Which one of these is not like the other? Exactly. Skip part four. Um, <laughs> watch out for the back. In a small town. His uh, crazy. Imagine, imagine going. Imagine going from <laughs> a. Imagine going from like ancient Britain to traveling the world to traveling the world to some backwater town no one gives a fuck about where the sky just oh. happens to be yellow to Italy. Which one of these is not like the other? Skip part four. But anyways. Uh, that's gonna be it for this episode, um, babe. Thank you, babe. Thank you for uh, coming on and giving your, uh, giving your take, your hot, spicy takes. I am, I, I feel like I talk too much on these, man. I, I, I really do feel like I don't give other people enough time to talk. I need to fix that. But um, are you good, fam? Before, I like actually, yeah. with you. Huh? I like bouncing off of you. Don't Jesus. say that. Nah, it makes it easier for no, me to No, okay. Well, guess what my thoughts is process. Don't <laughs> say this shit again. Anyway, I like bouncing off of you, baby. You don't talk too much for me. Thank you. I, I <laughs> appreciate welcome. it. I'm uh, glad I got <laughs> This has been episode 22 of the Engage Grind Podcast. If you got enjoyed it make sure you leave a like comment subscribe and make sure you follow us on apple music spotify and everywhere else that uh podcasts are available you already know we drop every wednesday 4 p.m central time on the dot so until next time it's been the in game grind podcast and we'll catch you guys later wait it's tuesday we're recording we're recording it on tuesday oh but it comes and out you're every out wednesday, wednesday okay. i got PM you central time on apple that. music or Apple Podcasts, it's Spotify, Spotify. and anywhere the podcasts are available. (laughs) Video versions coming soon to YouTube. Yes. Okay. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye.